This is C.J. Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today, I am pleased to present guest contributor W.C. Caston, reading her piece, Thinking of You, Valeri, Part 1. In the mid-90s, following the fall of the Soviet Union, Kent State University, where I taught, began getting cohorts of students from former Soviet countries. They were all on Soros scholarships, doing advanced degrees in leadership. I was host and mentor to a vibrant middle-aged man named Valery. Val was born and raised in the Ukraine, but spoke and identified as Russian. He characterized the change with the fall of the Soviet Union as an identity crisis. I had to stop thinking of myself as Russian. I am Ukrainian, he said. Val's first challenge landing in the U.S. was how many choices he had to make. When he arrived, I took him to TJ Maxx to buy himself a coat. He was overwhelmed there were so many to choose from. When he found one he liked, it turned out to be reversible, and he stood in front of the mirror in the men's department, giggling with delight. People back home will think I have two coats, he declared. After a long day of shopping, I suggested we grab dinner. We sat in a booth where we were handed a 12-page menu. His head began spinning. Order me something, please. So I did. But then the server asked him if he wanted baked, mashed, or fries. And he didn't know she was talking about potatoes. Then she recited five different salad dressings and asked his preference. Again, he had no idea what she was talking about. Give him ranch, I said to the server. But after all this, it was especially telling on another day when we went to a bookstore. It was Borders Books then, a large, beautiful store, two stories, escalator, and cafe. When we walked through the entrance, he stopped in his tracks, looked around, then burst into tears, covering his mouth. Val had never seen so many books. Is it allowed to touch them? He asked me. Yes, of course, I said. Can you bring me back here? soon and leave me here for the whole day. Sure, I said, trying to take in the enormity of what his tears meant. <clears throat> Val also liked going with me to Sam's Club. In the store's book aisle, we passed boxes of encyclopedias for $20 a set. Val stopped to examine them like rare jewels. I need to buy these. He was emphatic. Val, the reason they're so cheap is now everyone uses digital references. They're out of date. Yes, but where I live in the Ukraine, these would be very helpful, he said. But he called the next day. He begged me to take him back to Sam's Club so he could buy three sets of encyclopedias and soon before they might be gone. Two classmates from Soviet countries also wanted them desperately. So we went and he bought. One really big deal at Kent State University is the Liquid Crystal Institute, which hosts meetings with scientists from around the world. When Val heard of an upcoming event, he volunteered to be a translator. Three Russian scientists attended. Val invited those scientists to his dorm room where he served some drinks and snacks. The three scientists saw the three boxes of encyclopedias in Val's room and begged to buy them from him. He relented. Val called me the next day to share all of this and express his urgent need to get back to Sam's Club to buy more sets. We went, he bought, he was ecstatic. 
I confess I had to process what those books meant to these men and women from a part of the world that is not yet a democracy. You have been listening to guest contributor W.C. Caston reading her piece, Thinking of You, Valeri. Stay tuned next week for part two. Esoterica pieces delve into the realms of the extraordinary and include topics from the edge of reality. If you have esoteric stories to tell, get in touch, because we'd really like to hear from you. For Esoterica, this is C.J. Kinney. Thanks for listening. <laughs>